Last time... Deb killed a beholder. Well, not just by herself. Deb, Mimi, Galaxy, Boom, Mr. Bok-Bok, and Ian all had a hand in taking down the beholder ruler of Kyle Land. The group picked up a couple of items from Kyle's treasure room, and they also found the magical ring that controls the portal that will send them home. Maybe now the group can get to Atlantis and save the souls of Blondie and Betha. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, but no atmosphere. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! Welcome, everyone, to another thankful episode of Dungeons & Dragons and & Daughters. We are a 5th edition wait, actual wait, wait. play podcast. I am Kurt, Daddy the Dungeon Master, who's being interrupted by the person to my left. <laughs> I just had an idea. She said grateful next time. Because it's thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're not thankful. We're grateful. We're grateful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And thankful. <laughs> Add both. Okay. okay let's... <laughs> Action! Take two! <laughs> right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a grateful episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Cut! You forgot to add the grateful and thankful. <laughs> <laughs> and action! I See can two. hear the Ooh. eye rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh... Hello, everyone, and welcome to a thankful and grateful episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. I, uh, we are a What? Hi everyone, welcome to a thankful and grateful <laughs> episode of Dungeons Thank and Dragons and Daughters. <laughs> we are a D&D 5th uh, edition actual play podcast. Do you need me to do this? No, I, I, might, I might need someone to do this. I can do it. I am, I am Kurt, Daddy the Dungeon Master. To my left we have... After four takes, here we go. My name is Sam and I play Mimi, our favorite Droof... Droof it? We are so... Good. My favorite druid elf and the leader of the Three Musketeers. And to my left, we have. I am not grateful for your leader leadership because you are not the leader. Well, and I am Galaxy, the Elvish Wizard. And Elvish? Who has a corgi named Boom. And to my left, we have. The actual leader. Fat Deb, since I killed the beholder, you're welcome. Yeah, we established last time that she is now the leader. I'm no, the leader. I'm not. No, she's not. I'm the leader. Yeah, I, d- I debated about changing the name of this podcast to just Fat Deb. To, yeah. Fat Deb kills beholder. <laughs> the and Fat wins Deb show. Everything. <laughs> and still doesn't know how to play, but so, she's amazing. <laughs> that's how good she is. She doesn't know. She doesn't need no. to know how to play. No. You didn't defeat the beholder just by yourself. You defeated it with a major amount of our. It's help. teamwork, isn't it? Yeah. But who officially killed it? Me. Me. Mr. Bokbok! Yeah, Mr. Bokbok did. Can't, you yeah. can't spell team without Deb. <laughs> no, that's not work. That's not true. No! <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so we are recording this episode the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I might be able to get it edited and out the door before Thanksgiving, so... But if, if not, hope but, you have a thanks- good yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy thanks- yeah, happy Thanksgiving. 2020, yay! Hope you had fun staying home. (laughs) For like nine months. Alright, 
So, uh, some housekeeping items. Uh, we got another five-star review since last time we recorded. This is from WarriorCats389. I love this podcast. I've been listening to this during my walks with my dog. I always imagine one of my characters in the mix. I'm starting from 2017. Ooh. You always make me laugh. Oh my, we Thank have you, WarriorCats389. We have a true fan here. Yeah, Thank um, you. I wonder how cringy we sound back then. <laughs> You're pretty young. You had to like, be in booster seats yeah, we were when in, we first started because we you're in so short. Booster seats, and like we watched one the first episode recently, and I'm there just going, "Wow!" And now you're as tall as your mother. Yeah, and almost could, three fourths could, of an inch taller, right? Half an inch taller. She's probably like a quarter inch shorter now. Yeah, shorter. I'm a quarter inch shorter than my mom. And I'm tall. No, no you're not. You are, and we can touch you're the less than five foot one. She's t- she's taller than Fat Deb. <laughs> it's so true. It's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Not really. So uh, another thing I wanted to call out is that uh, James and Ben, the creators of yes. Rickety Stitch and, and the, the Gelatinous, Gelatinous Goo. Goo. I've read both of the books. They're amazing. They, I am the wor- in the works of reading the first one, and it is really good and it is yeah. well, pre- well designed. I still have to read them myself. Yes. Yeah, but they're both We're really good. So, well, uh, James and Ben had reached out to us on social media. Um, I thought that there might be an opportunity for a good collaboration between the two. And yeah. they sent us over a couple copies of their graphic novels of uh, Rickety Stitch. And With so we're stickers. checking those out. Um, but they also have, I think I mentioned this to you before, but just as a reminder, they also worked on their own tabletop role-playing game uh, called The Land of Eam. Uh, that just dropped. Uh, they just dropped their beta on Drive Through RPG. That's so. part of the book. Eam. Is it part of the book? The Land of Eam. Oh, okay. At least I mean, I'm pretty sure it was that. Pretty I'll take a look. I'll take a look, <laughs> we and we'll find out for sure. Play it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you, uh, James and Ben, for sending those books along. The girls are enjoying them, and I am sure that I will enjoy them too. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know thank what. You for- uh, what we think of uh, the land of Eam once we get a once they get a chance checking that out. Thank you for the stickers. It's gonna go on my hydro flask in a few months. Uh, That's right. You got stickers with all that stuff too. Yeah, the stickers are great. All right. Are we ready to play Dungeons and Dragons? Finally. I know. It's been wild. So what happened last time? Anybody remember? We defeated I killed the beholder. beholder. <laughs> we we got double. a ring. We got a wing. I got a boat that can fold up in a box. I got inchworms. You did. You got inchworms. <laughs> yes. Do you remember what you named them? No. Mr. Fredrickson, Mr. Fredrickson, and Mrs. Fredrickson. No, I, I thought all three of them were just Mr. Fredrickson. Yeah, they're all three yes. Mr. Fredrickson. Yes, Fat Deb. And okay, they all Fat answer Deb. in unison. That's right. Okay, Fat Deb. You can't tell if they're going to be really annoying or like amazing sidekicks. I just... And, and right now, you can only talk to them when Mimi casts Talk to Animals spell. You can't actually talk to them yourself. Can I write that on my sheet? Um, I can talk to him whenever the heck I want to. Um, I'm not sure if that's a spell that you have access to. Yeah, you might. Let's see. It might be. It might be available to clerics. Because I feel like you know, Fat Deb kind of talks to herself a lot, anyways, and so. And you're an animal. It'd be nice to have something, something that was listening. 
Um, well, don't you have a diamond? That, like, the expensive diamond or something? What does that have to do with anything? Then they can make them permanently talk, and what? they'll annoy you forever. Diamonds That egg, uh, that egg. It yes. is It is not a cleric spell, but there are magical items that you could potentially get your hands on. That the egg I can use on your I don't know. I might need to ditch these guys sooner than later. I think they might annoy me, so. Wait, if I, you ditch them, I'm going to take them because I am a lover of all animals. So either way, they're sticking with us. Do you like Bill? Do you like how I can't stick with anything? Uh, we're so used to it, we don't even pay attention anymore. That's so true. Where's your items? <laughs> Dad took away my All right, so. What? No! What did I take away? All my writings, I did on my sheet. <laughs> there were quite a few. Yeah, I, yeah, I did some cleanup of the character sheets. Tidying up. Wait. <gasps> no! All right, so. so Spring cleaning. So, the three musketeers and Ian, it's the Atlantean right. soldier. No, 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 you have to say this. The three musketeers and Ian and their pets. And boom. Their pets. Mr. Bachbach. And, and Mr. Fredrickson's. Mr. Fredrickson's, who <laughs> were discovered later. I love them already. No, I don't want to get rid of them. Okay, well, that's good. So, the three musketeers and their uh, companions and pets and sidekicks had uh, been swallowed by a kraken. Which magically transported them into this new plane of existence. They're not quite sure where, but they landed in the middle of a place called Kyle Land that was ruled over by an eccentric old crazy wizard named Kyle. Very creative with the uh, with the naming of the land after himself. And Felicia. And then uh, trying to figure out how to get out of Kyle Land, the Three Musketeers had uncovered that Kyle was actually a beholder in disguise ruling over this. This teeny little world and dungeon beneath this sea, under or under a sea in this bizarre little uh, plane of existence, separate from their own. It's so creepy. they also had found out. You had also found out that Kyle had a magical artifact inside of his chambers that could teleport you back to your home plane of existence. But to use it, you had to get a magical ring from Kyle to do that. Which we have. Yes. Which we have. So in the very last episode, you had killed. Kyle. Oh yeah. But mostly oh, yeah. Deb did it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we, you had gotten the magical ring. Oh. I had. And Bertie. Yeah, uh, I have a boat. Do you have your pencil handy? Of course you do. I have a boat. Um, on your inventory, that fourth level spell scroll that you found mm-hmm. is called Evard's Black Tentacles, or maybe it's Everd's, because I said last time that we had to figure out what those spells were. So this is Everd's Black Tentacles. It's a new new spell, new fourth level spell for you. And you also found an eighth level spell scroll. And this spell is called Incendiary Cloud. Ooh. So because these are spell scrolls, you could just use the spell scroll and just cast it right now, but you'd only get one one shot at that. Or you could take the time to copy them into your spell book and then you could learn the spells later on. Can but that I, takes some time to do. I would like to take some time. Let's take some time later. Who has the ring right now? Me. Yeah, Galaxy has it right now. I'm the most Don't trust her. So you three and Ian and Boom are down Galaxy. in... Galaxy. No, I mean, Mr. Bok-Bok. Mr. Bok-Bok. You're so used to calling Galaxy your sidekick that... 
Actually, well, of course, my sidekick, Galaxy, is. Yeah. You are down in Kyle's treasure treasure room, surrounded by treasure and gold and art and magical artifacts and things like that. You've already looked through and you found some things. Deb found her three little inchworms. Her three Fredericksons. Is it Fredericksons or Fredrickson? When you're, when you're referring to all of them, because I thought maybe they were kind of like a hive mind group entity, but they just go by Mr. Fredrickson. No, they're Mr. Fredricksons. Mr. Fredricksons? Okay. Um, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. It was about what you found in the treasure room, what to do next, because that, cause that's up to oh, you now. Do you remember? Uh, are, are inchworms blind? Are inchworms blind? Yeah. I have no idea. Then, if they are, the three blind Fredericksons. I'm so original. I know. So, the three of you need to decide what it is that you are going to do now. So, because there was a couple of things. It's like, you have everything you need to leave Kyle Land and continue on your way to the lost city of Atlantis to see if you could rescue Betha and Blondie's souls. However, here in Kyle Land, you still have that ship's captain that brought you, at least this far, Azaki, who you were not a big fan of, and you were debating on whether or not to leave him behind or not. You were also helping out the turtle named Ubo, who was trying to rescue his people and trying to get out of Kyle Land himself. Now, you are not obligated to help any of them. You could just leave if you wanted to. Um, question... Does Obo want does our help? Ubo. Ubo. Does he want our help? So when you were talking with Ubo in his office, it sounded like he was actually going to be using your fight with Kyle as a potential distraction to get his people out. So just by defeating Kyle, you may have helped him already. So it's unclear if he needs additional help at this point. The only other thing that you do know is that there has been explosions rocking all of Kyle Land coming from far up above you right now. That's been shaking rocks and dust from the tops of this this cave, this chamber that you're in right now. So there does seem to be some commotion and violence that is uh, happening within Kyle Land right now. Um... Do any of us know how to um, sail a boat? No. I have survival skills. That's one of them. I can do like a water walk thing. Mm -hmm. I can do like control water, but do we know how to like sail, like how to get places? Do any of you have a sailing background? I don't think so, but... I will write it in my bio. I found it in the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, you, you, you have been on boats before. In fact, you saw how Azaki had done it on his ship as well. So you, you may be able to give it a go. You may be able to try. Shouldn't be too hard. I know how much I'm going to hate what I'm going to say. But I think we have to find Azaki because we don't know how to sail. And that could just lead us in more trouble. Like the getaway on the Kraken. Kraken? The Kraken? The Kraken was the big monster that had swallowed you. Let's do a vote. Who wants you to find him? (laughs) Nobody (laughs) raises their hand. (laughs) Wait, what does Ian say? Who thinks we need to find him? Um, what does Ian say? I think we need to find him just because no one knows how to sail. Mm -hmm. 
We can ditch him after that. It's hard. What about you, Fat Dad? What do you think? Well, you're acting like she's a kindergartner or something. She is. Twist turn. What the heck, dude? <laughs> Why am I a kindergartner? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing wrong with kindergartners, but okay. You're very tall for 12. I'm tall for 12. Um, I think we should just fill me with some helium okay. and then use me as a flotation device. <laughs> She's I'm big enough to hold y'all. Ian, you're the only realistic person. All right, let's get Ian. Ian, what's Ian, your talk. opinion? Why aren't you talking? Oh, wait, Azaki. Is that who you said we should get? Yeah, but I we should get Ian's opinion. Well, I know how to sail. You do? I bet I could sail that boat. Why haven't you been sailing in the first place? We wouldn't be in the Kraken. Well, it's kind of hard to, to sail around one of those things. What thing? A Kraken. A Kraken. Well, we got a sailor. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to just leave him behind? Well, um, he can fend for himself. If we find him. But we're already in the dungeon. We won't really need the portal. Like, to get out because the portal... No, once you... If you go back the way that you came, that leads right into Kyle's chambers. And it was from there you had direct access to the, the portal to send you back home. Um, so should we go to Kyle's chambers? Ian, how good are you at sailing? It was, well, uh, you know, I, I grew up sailing. You did? Yeah, but it was on some uh, using some equipment that was a little bit more advanced than what which, uh, which you got here. But, uh, yeah, it's the concept's the same. We used sails and ropes and other stuff like that, but, uh, you know, we had a little bit more uh, machinery and mechanics that went along with it. Okay. Let's go. All if right, we, then. If we find him some... If he's snooping around, we will take him with... If he's somehow mysteriously in the dungeon, he can tag along, but we're not going to find him. If we need to eat someone, we're eating him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to that. Now we're cannibals. Yep. <laughs> now, yep, now you are cannibals. And I also, I don't think Boom would taste that good. Probably not. Actually, Mr. Bok Bok. No! <laughs> what? Yeah, if you're going to eat anyone from the group, it's going to be Mr. Bok Bok. No! <laughs> down an open flame. No! Sam, you better not let anyone I, I start kind of hugging Mr. Bok Bok, kind of like bringing him close. And he starts hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> no! Probably like less than a 1% that Azaki's down here, so let's go. All right, so how are you going to get back up the tunnel? Because remember, it was a vertical shaft that was 100 feet long that you had to blow up and dismantle all of those traps. You did, not, you did not have rope that was long enough to get all the way down. Mama Mage. But if you have multiple ropes, you could maybe tie them together. Door. Wait, and it's a 500 feet range. Okay. Let's do Dimension Door, please. What, uh, what spell level is Dimension Door? Four. Wait, can't four? you? Do you have any level wait, four wait, wait. slots left? I think I do. Can't she only bring one human with her? Yeah, everyone else would have to go into her uh, unicorn butt backpack bag, bag of holding. Could I fit? Yes. Okay. Cool. It's magic. It, yeah. Um. You've been in it before. Do you remember how you? No. Sh she had jumped you into Kyle's room in the first place. No. And you were stuck in the backpack for longer than you should have, and the air started getting stuffy. 
and you started to suffocate and then Galaxy finally let you out after she recovered from um, the- Did she well, point and laugh at me? No, no, I don't think at, so. At Why moment? if it like something happens again where Galaxy gets knocked out and we're trapped, we die. Mr. Bokbok, I'm so sorry. All right, so you're all going to have to go into the bag of holding. It's about, the unicorn butt backpack. How about Ian stays out with me? That sounds like a good alternative. Okay. I trust Ian, not you. All right, so, all right, so everyone else is going to pile into the unicorn butt backpack. Yep. Galaxy holds it open and kind of comes at you, like trying to put a bag over your head, and it goes... I'm hugging Mr. Bok Bok. <laughs> you each go into it, and you're all floating in this dark, lightless void like you were before. Mr. Bokbok spots coffee and just starts, like, air swimming <laughs> to it. Do you see any of my belongings in there? No. I see, no. I see your teddy bear. Nope, they don't see, see any of their belongings. Oh. They just... They can't even, it's so dark in there, they can't even see like their hand in front of their face. Oh, wow. No, but I, I found a candy bar and I ate it. <laughs> wow. Well, you found a candy bar because you brought one with you, not because you found one yeah. in there. Was it a Hershey's I chocolate? I found it in my pocket. <laughs> all right, so Ian looks at you, Galaxy, and says, all right, uh, what, do, what do I do here now? Uh, if I go cuckoo or you go cuckoo, um, we'll have each other's back, okay? All right. So... How much of a player. So do we like hold hands here? Or oh God! <laughs> what? No, uh, you put your hand on my shoulder. What? what, what how uh, we do this? Uh, how about hit? Uh, uh, we'll link arms. Link arms. All right. Yeah. All right. He puts his arm through yours. <laughs> Why are you so afraid of boys? <laughs> I feel like Galaxy is more afraid of boys than Birdie is in real life. <laughs> But not Sam. No. I'm not afraid of boys. Yeah. You're a boy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's kind of afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think she won't go near the... All right, so you cast you cast a spell. Yep. And this door, white light, vertical, this rectangle thing door opens up in front wow, of you. And you. very good descriptive. Thank you. <laughs> and you and Ian walk through and you step out on the other side into the purple covered spore air of Kyle's bedchambers. Where's our masks? I, I I would assume that you still you had them around your neck so you'd have to pull them up. But you I also you're remember talking about COVID. I'm like this is not COVID. No, it's not COVID. It's super COVID. Remember how we talked about how Deb had that one spell that was super COVID that she could give to someone from 60 feet away? Make someone sick? Times ten. And, and then she described it as little inchworms that were shot out at him. Um, so, but you do remember that the spores and the crazy effects, once you fight your way through it like you did last time, you are inoculated for, uh, for the rest of the day. So you don't actually have to make the check. So there isn't a chance that you will. Then why should have I gotten Deb? I'm sorry, what was the question? Wait, no. Why'd you get me? I don't know. Why didn't you have me? I don't know. Why wouldn't you want me? I don't know. I'm amazing. Sure. Uh All right, so do you want to let everyone out of your unicorn butt backpack now? Yes. I think. Should I do that? Should I do that? Yes. They're they're not around to say anything to you. (laughs) And I was drinking. So Ian would be like, yeah, do that. (laughs) What do you want to let me out? What are you waiting for? Killing them? (laughs) So do you let them out? Yeah. (laughs) Why do you have to 
about that. Alright. They all come out. The unicorn butt backpack, and you are I'm- all get momentarily blinded by the, the by the bright light from being in that black void, and you are surrounded by the the purple floating spores that you remember. From I always start breathing really heavy because someone had let one in there, and it was just so stinky. I think that was last time that someone tooted in there. Oh, so it's a reoccurring thing that this time it's a bird uh, deja yeah. vu. Oh, okay. Like everyone, yeah, just like. Everyone just automatically toots as soon as they get into the bag of holding. It's just, it's, just one of the, it's just one of the weird things about that dimension. You just, you no, just can't I, help it. I'm glad I've never been in there. It's a, it's a sudden change in air pressure inside this new pocket dimension that is the bag of holding that it just automatically just causes you to flatulate as soon as you get in there. Wow. Which is why no one ever wants to go back in. Also because it's hard to breathe. <laughs> that too. I, I galaxy going... Why'd that take longer than it should? It did not take that long. Took, yeah, it took a couple seconds. Didn't take very long. Th- that was not that long. Then why'd you hesitate? Because <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted What is happening? I don't exactly. know. I don't know. Okay. I didn't know if I wanted to have you so live. As you all get out, there's another boom. Oh, gosh. Big boom. And it, it sounds like it is coming from almost right outside the door to Kyle's room, which is like 30 feet away from you right now. Um, so wait, I have a question. So with my boat, do we go through the portal and then I open the boat and then we get in it? Or do we get in the boat and then slide into the portal? Uh, the, well, you're, you're not quite sure how big the boat is. It's a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I guess that's up to you. Whatever it is that you want to try, you've never you've never done this before. I guess we go in the boat before we go through the portal. Because what if we just suddenly go out of nowhere? Yeah. What if we go through the portal and we're back in water or something? Right. Underwater. We don't know. We don't know. So what? Yeah. What if we go into more water? We need the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Let's. We run to Kyle's room. You, you are. In Kyle's you're room? in Kyle's room. We run to the portal. Okay, so you have to climb up the 10 feet to get to that circular hallway that this thing was embedded into in the in the middle of it. And Galaxy has the has the ring? Do you throw oh. it in? Well, no, it's it's like a it's like a ring that you wear on your finger. Yeah. it's not it's not the fellowship of the ring. Nope. No. Nope. But do you throw it in the portal or what? It's actually quite ugly, so I don't want to touch it. Uh, Birdie. What? Roll an arcana check. Why? So let's, see, let's see if you can figure out how to work the ring. Oh, no. How to work it? You said it goes on your finger. Is <laughs> <laughs> she that dumb? Well, all of you are talking about like, what I'm do I gonna, do? Where what do I, I do? Do I throw it? Does it go in my nose? Does it go in? What are you talking about? Just like throwing it away. I just no, like. No, do you throw it into the activator? See, this is what I'm talking about. See, it's like, a, do you just throw it to activate it? <laughs> Listen, 23. 23, alright. Yes. So you, you pull the ring out, and um, you right before you put it on your finger, you inspect it, and uh, you see that there is a magic word of power that's inscribed on the inside of the ring. What what do you want this this magic word to be? Fat let dab me, killed a beholder. No. <laughs> let me think, let me think. I thought it was going to be like dessert or ice cream thing. Knuckle. Knuckle? Yeah. Mr. Bok Bok. (laughs) Knuckle! Nose picker. (laughs) Knuckle sandwich. (laughs) 
Knuckle! We'll I'm a miner! We'll go, okay. Knuckle it is. All right, so you, you put the ring on, and you hold it out, and you say the magic word, Knuckle! And the ring Sandwich. glows blue, Ooh. and light shoots out from it, and the big ring that's in this circular hallway glows bright blue as well, and then magic starts to seep out from the edges, and they all it all meets itself in the middle, and then... Whoosh, there is this now lighted portal that stands there in front of you that seems to have a little bit of a shimmer and a wave on the surface of it. How do we? So how do I open the boat? Can uh, roll, let's have you roll an arcana check. No, I'm a really good. I suck. I have arcana. a plus eight. I have a plus two. Oh gosh. What'd you get? I got a seven. You got a seven. But but. I got inspiration point. <laughs> okay. Do you have an inspiration? Okay, yeah. Go for it. Oh, that's better. That's 18. 18? All right. So I have no more inspiration point. This is, I think this is a matter between life or death. Because mm -hmm. if I can't work the boat, we could be crashing and break the portal and we all dead. Okay, so I open the boat with a push of a button. Okay. No, no so, so you start inspecting the box. And there is a there is a command word that is um, on the box, but because of the role that you got, there's actually two command words that I you got see. Eighteen. I know there's two command words that are listed, and you're fairly certain they each do something, but you're not sure what. Is Knuckle. <laughs> what, what what do you want the two command words to be? Mister Buck Buck. Buck Buck. Mister Buck Buck. Okay. It's Mr. Bokbok. Is that how you got the name for him? Because you liked that boat so much? Wait, let me, your family's boat. Let me think. And what's the second one going to be then? Oh, that's... Mimi. Not with... Wait, is the first one Mr. Bok, and then the second one is Bok? <laughs> Mr. Bok, Bok. Mr. Bok? <laughs> and then Bok! <laughs> Mr. Bok. Bok. Mr. Bok, Bok. Mr. Bok, Or does the second Bok sound more like a chicken? Like, Mr. Bok. Bok! Mr. Bok, Bok. Mr. Bok Bok say the I word. feel like we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, I know. It's just like, make a decision. Let's just go. Okay. Otherwise, because if you don't want to come out with something, I'll just come out with something. It's Mr. Bok Bok. Oh, we don't want that. It's Mr. Bok Bok. So, for what? Both of the words. Mr. Bok Bok. Okay, Mr. Bok for the first Spock, one. Bok. Okay. So, you've got the magical folding boat in your hands, and you're about ready to activate it. What do you say? Mr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then Mr. Bok Bok says, why? All right. So what? as soon as you say that second Bok, the box flies out of your hands because it immediately starts unfolding itself. It starts doubling in size over and over and over again. There's way more material of wood and canvas than could possibly it fit in this little, little shoebox size Crap. box. And it keeps unfolding and, fo and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And pretty soon it's, it's, it starts getting so long, it's getting closer towards the portal. And it's starting to crowd you out of the hallway as well. And you can see that as it gets to the side, the boat is unfolding larger than what the hallway can fit. And you start hearing cracks as the How magical... How do I reverse it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. Click the back button. Back, back, mister. I don't know. Back, back, back. Mr. Back, back. <laughs> Mr. Back, back. <laughs> go back, go back. <laughs> Mr. Back, back. Uh, Seriously, can we go back? <laughs> How 
What, what, what do you want the? Why did you pick a, a yacht? What, what, what do you want the third command to be to make it fold back in? Mr. Backpack. <laughs> Mr. Backpack. Okay. <laughs> Go back. Let's go. All right, so you, you scream out, Mr. Backpack! <laughs> and then it stops and then starts folding back in on itself. And after a couple of seconds, it's just the magical box. boat box in front of you again. But you can see in the stone hallway that there are no, there are cracks and gouges of where the boat was trying to push its way into the different areas. Okay. Why'd you pick a big yacht? And then we all sucker punch her. <laughs> it's like way to go, Mimi. Gosh. <laughs> hey, I'll go with Mr. Bok Bok. Okay, um, let what, your boat. My boat. Um, Does Mr. Bok Bok. Okay, everyone, everyone, let's hear Mr. Bok Bok go in my backpack. Does Mr. Bok Bok have scuba gear? No, he does not have scuba He's gear. A cowboy outfit. He's a cowboy outfit. Um, guys, let's go through the portal and activate the boat and get out of here. So we all step up to the portal. All right. We link arms. Oh, uh, we're doing this again, huh? What do you mean again? Well, I just, what I had to do with Galaxy. Really. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. And then I, I go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're a right. sausage. On the count of three. One, two, three. Nope. And you all jump through. Ugh. And it's almost like breaking the surface of water as you pass through. And the temperature like immediately changes, and you're almost used to the very still stagnant air of Kyle land and then to all of a sudden be hit by the wind and the spray of salt water um, and then you hit an actual water surface as you all become soaked and go head under the water and you immediately have to start kicking and paddling to, to bring yourself back up to the surface spitting out water you are now back in the ocean and as far as you can tell it's daytime Sam, Mr. Bokbok, are you okay? I'm okay, Mimi. I throw the boat out. Mr. Bokbok! And after only, you know, like 15 seconds, a, a 24 foot long, 8 foot wide, and 6 feet deep ship oh, appears wow. on the surface a couple of feet away from I you. I called it to my own room. A ladder just shoots down. There are, uh, the ship has. One deck, a row, uh, rowing seats, five sets of oars, a steering oar, an anchor, a deck cabin, a and a mast full of food, and a mast with a square sail. Uh, the ship can hold fifteen medium creatures comfortably. Is, is Fat Deb a medium creature? She's considered a small creature. No, she's she's an extra I'm large. Five creatures. <laughs> she's an extra large. Yeah, um, proud of it. Give me my sandwich. All right, so you all you all swim over to the boats. I'm assuming. Actually, let's just for for funsies, let's do some survival checks just to see how you're oh, doing come with your swimming. On. And all that. I feel like I could drown really easily. Let's, let's, you I just don't... want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Just, just give me a survival check. I'll do. I plus one. don't. It's a plus one. Seven. Okay. My survival is a plus. Do I have to roll for boom? Yes, please. Uh, boom doesn't have a survival. Twenty-four. I kick butt. Wow. Uh, so Deb is a flotation device. I am. Boom has I just do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just put your thumb in your mouth and just blow really hard. Nope. Boom doesn't have any survival. I got a 13. Well, okay, we'll just roll for him then. Should I just use the wisdom? Yeah. I get that 13. So plus zero? Yeah. I got a 13. Boom got a 16. Okay. I oh. got a 13. I got a 6. I'm sorry, Seb. You got a 13. Got it. I did. No. 
uh, yeah, everyone did fine. Everyone did fine. I did better. <laughs> Deb did the best. Wow. You guys all like try to swim towards me and just hang on as I float to the boat. So I mean, it's not a, it's not a gigantic boat, but it's you know it's it's certainly big enough for uh, for the five of you to to climb in. And uh, yeah, there's sails out there, and Ian immediately starts going to work and getting the ropes and the sail set up properly. Uh, to go in, uh, to Ex- go in the right direction. Excuse me, who's the fifth person? Boom. Oh, okay. There's or Mr. Bachbach. I guess there could be the six of you then. There's nine Mr. people. Mr. Fredrickson. <laughs> Mr. Fredrickson. Okay, so we've got Mimi. We got Galaxy. We got Fat Wait, Dev. We've got Ian. Ian we've boom, got Boom. Mr. Bachbach and Mr. Fredrickson. Didn't Mr. Fredrickson? They just count as ones. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they drown? Because they can't read water. They're, they're uh, no, they hid in my earlobe. Fat like, rolls. Oh wow! All right, so Ian. on. Yeah, Ian starts uh, barking out orders at everyone, saying, "Yo, know, grab that rope and flow, throw that switch and tighten that sail." And I, I don't know any sailing terms, but he does. He he uses lots of them. It's like if you ever need hard to ports and not starboard and all that other if stuff. If you ever need any help, you can ask. Any one of us. Yep. Can I have a magic lunchbox that no. holds my never-ending sandwich and Mr. Bachbox... Not Mr. Bachbox. Mr. Fredrickson's can go in there. An, that be I'm sorry, a what? A never-ending lunchbox? A magic lunchbox. A magic lunchbox. To hold my never-ending sandwich. <laughs> um, wow. You, you would have to find one or you'd have to talk to a wizard about making one? Luckily, you got a wizard right here. She, but she's not she's not really an enchanter. She might be able to figure out, but it would take her some time. Uh, the next time you get to a big city, you could probably find a magic shop that probably enchants something. Are you saying Galaxy's a fraud? Well, it's... Uh, a gift from... What's his name? Greg. Greg. So, uh, okay. Just so ga- keep Galaxy, that in mind. Yeah, Galaxy doesn't know how to make that. Okay, but she could, she could probably figure it out in time. Anyways. Right. Um, so, I need everyone to do... So we, we so this is going to be a group effort to get this boat turned in the right direction and get sailing successfully. So because just one person can't can't sail a boat this big, it takes an entire team, and no, none of you know really what you're doing. And Ian's there barking out orders, trying to get everyone to do something. So I bet I could figure it out. Well, so each of you is going to need to do something to help out the group. And I want you to pick one of your skills, any one of them, but the only thing is, like, everyone has to do a different skill uh, to help. I'm good at... Intelligence. That's not a skill. I'm good at survival. You want to do survival? Okay, so how would um, you use your survival I c- I skill? I could do survival or medicine. Well, you have to tell me how you would use that particular skill to help out the group with the sailing of the ship. I could do investigating. Um, what do you think would be most effective? Survival, medicine, or nature? No, again, you get to choose the skill, but you have to tell me how you would use that skill. Um, for what? For helping Ian sail the boat. Oh. I think the most useful would be survival. And how would you use that to help? It's help everyone survive. <laughs> By doing what? <laughs> Surviving. Okay. Nailing this thing. <laughs> Can you be any more specific about how you would? Well, help? do you think I could do nature, or what do you think would be more helpful? I'm gonna do insight. Okay. Can I because do? Cut. Oh. What does insight mean in this game? Uh, it, in, 
insight is uh, your ability to uh, to to read the feelings and intentions of someone else. Oh. I think I will be doing nature so I can see the underwater nature to see if we're in danger. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, that, no, no, that works. So, like, uh, you're keeping an eye out to make sure that uh, we're not going to hit any rocks natural. or hit uh, any reefs or fish in the sea. Hurting any animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I'm a nature girl. All right. Wait, so now... What the heck did you say insight was again? It, it's it's your ability to, to read uh, someone's thoughts or intentions by, Ooh, by the look th- on their that's face. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Wow. Yeah. How, because how, then I can be reading Ian's... Thoughts, right? Yeah, sure. And, and I can be foreseeing just, what he's going to do or need. All right. And then I can assist him. No, no, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Okay. I will want to do investigating so then I can investigate what's on the ship. Okay. What I can use to help us. Like if I need to build anything that like, I don't, some spare parts like for like, I don't know, motors or something mm-hmm. for me to somehow to investigate of what I can do. Okay. All right, so who would like to go first with your chosen skill? What about Boom? What can Boom do? <laughs> he can He can assist. He's, pre, he's pretty smart. Okay. He can steer a wheel. Well, I think I'm, I'm just going to keep it to, to the three of you for right okay. now because it's a, that Boom is, as much as we love Boom, he is not as as smart and capable of a creature as, as the three musketeers. <laughs> Mr. Bok will be the barista. Mr. Bok. Okay, what what kind of skill check is Mr. Bok going uh, to do? A doing? coffee maker. A cough, what skill is that going medicine. to fall under? He's going to keep us awake. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> with a medicine check, with with the coffee that he's making. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's giving right. us coffee like no, every no, no, no. hour. I, no, a special I, shot of her. Wait, shot. I, I, get, I get a little apron. I tie it on Mr. Bakbak. You are now the barista. Okay. Why don't you make... Uh, Make that uh, medicine roll for Mr. Bok-Bok for me and tell me tell me how good he does. Okay. So the way this is going to work is you're going to need to get three successes before you get three failures. Okay. Um, no idea what you mean. Unnatural uh, 20. Natural 20? Unnatural. Oh, unnatural. Okay. So that is one success. So Mr. Bok-Bok pulls out his coffee... And he and goes his, around. And his um, little um, apron. He has an apron now. Yeah. Okay. I sewed it. You sewed it or you sewed it? I sewed it, and, aka I found it in the treasure room. <laughs> okay. A barista. So, he, yeah, so he hands out these little shots of espresso to everyone, and you take it, and you are all wide awake, very alert now. I haven't had coffee first, in a long time. First check has been passed. Let's go on to uh, Galaxy next. Um, so I want to go. You don't get two turns in a row. That was Mr. Bok I know, but you get to roll for both. Are we rolling our d20 and then adding whichever one we chose then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so, so you did investigation. I want to investigate for some spare parts for so I can build a motor for us to go faster then we can do less <laughs> labor. Okay, how, how about you just do an investigation for uh, for parts to help uh, propel the ship yes. rather than actually building a motor. Let's build a motor. So, 21. 21, all right. So, um, yeah, you do find uh, some... You, you get the oars in position that are needed to help propel the ship, and you find the, the rudder and the way that that works, and you, uh, yeah, you help Ian out, and you get the ship turned in the direction that Ian wants it to go in. That's two successes. Can I go next? Fat Deb. Oh. 
Can I return that uh, 19? 19. Okay, that's good enough as well. So you, I what, didn't cheat. What were you? <laughs> that's great. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Yay! Wait, you've been cheating? So, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. So, so what skill was it that you were that you were doing? Insight. Insights. Okay. So yes, you saw the look on Ian's face, and you were anticipating, uh, like some of the. Or- orders that he was given out for the sailing of it and so you started getting the rhythm of it and you started anticipating uh the direction the things that he was going to say right before he says them and then i waddled to where i needed to go yes and you tied down the sail and did nuts and all the other sailor stuff and the wind catches into the sail goes and pretty soon there's waves lapping against the side of the boat as it starts cutting across the water surface. Now we'll get back to Mimi. Finally. Everything, you know, everything's been working great. It's like Ian really did does know what he's doing in sailing, but let's what what were you going to do? To help out. You're going to do sur- nature. Yes. All right. To try and make sure that the boat does not hit any rocks or reefs or other animals and in the sea. Yes. <laughs> Sam, why'd you make us fail? Was I supposed to roll? Oh, let me roll. So Mimi goes up to the front of the ship, looking around. Oh, God. And there's this very loud... I got an 11. <laughs> that wasn't, okay, that would have been your first failure. Did Mimi fall overboard? <laughs> no, it's... You, the, the boat had hit something um, when Mimi was supposed to keep a lookout, but wow. it's inconsequential. Iceberg? I was making sure Mr. Bokbok was serving coffee that wasn't poisonous. He's done that before? Mimi, can you roll a perception check for me? I Since you're at the, the front of, wow. of your ship. What do you want to name your ship, by the way? Hmm. Azaki's dead! <laughs> <laughs> the curse of Azaki. <laughs> Azaki's Azaki's bane. Oh uh, no. Um, Mimi's. Um Mama. Meme for French. Meme. <laughs> Meme. I might have to do some thinking on that. Okay, yeah, you don't have to come up with a name so, right now. Yeah. How about Meme? No, is this her boat? Yeah. yeah. What? I'm captain. I want a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it your boat? Because I found it. Oh, okay. Can you roll a perception check for me? No. Natural 20. Natural 20? Wow. Why did I give that before? I, that's, that's just the way the dice go. Off in the distance, you do see land. Land ho! Land ho indeed. But it does look like it is very far away. And the land, because you got a natural 20, at this distance is very odd looking. Oh, no. There's no greenery that, that you can see. It, it just looks like it's maybe gray and silver and glints in the sunlight from very far away. I think a dragon lives here. So you can tell that it is still a long ways away. It's probably going to take the rest of the day to get there. But you can already tell that what you're seeing right now is is a metal structure. And if you're able to see this metal structure from this far away, it is gigantic. It would be like the largest construction you've ever seen in your life. Spaceship. It's a spaceship. Is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I yell off to them, hey, um, you might want to take a look at this. It seems to be a metal sculpture. Can I investigate on this? If, if you want. She got a natural 20, though. She no, She's Galaxy Holmes. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, Ian tells you that there's Atlantis. It should be oh. there right around right around nightfall. We're at Anders? That's where I'm from. I thought Atlantis was farther was farther away. 
Well, p- part of it's underwater. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a big island. Um, Are there mermaids? Uh, no, no. Um, so as a, as a reminder, like Atlantis was. Have I been to Atlantis? N- really, really history check for me. I I don't know what Fat Deb's background on Atlantis would be. I don't know. Oh. Ooh, six. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the, the only thing that you know about Atlantis is that um, it's 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 a place that uh, people say to stay away from. It's okay. like it's 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 a dangerous place, uh, but it's also supposedly like a really magical place, but super duper dangerous, and uh, everyone should avoid going there. That's all you. That's all you remember. Diagonal. Wow. That's where Blondie and Betha will be. So, but you do have Ian is from there. So, if you have any questions for him, he can um, answer them as best he what's can. What's your name? <laughs> my, my name is Ian. Um, what <laughs> what age were you when you left Atlantis? I was about twenty six. And how old are you now? Uh, thirty one. Oh wow! Did Why you- did you leave? I left because uh, I was sick, and uh, the doctors there they couldn't they couldn't help me anymore. What made you sick? It was uh, <laughs> cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Did, did anyone travel with you? Yeah, Doc. Yeah, she she was uh, she was the one that brought me out. She was uh, she did everything she could in in Atlantis, and so she thought uh, uh, she'd try giving magic a go. So okay. she so we left, and knowing that we could never go back because of that. Oh, so you guys, are, so you're not going to be welcomed back? No, this is this is going to be a little a little tricky once we get in there. Was it dangerous? There? No, no. Do, do, Doc was the only only family left that that I had. Wait, oh. she's your family? Well, she's my she's my sister. Wait, what? Or so she tells me. Um, it's 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 funny, like the whole magic thing that that I went through, the healing, the clerics that that had happened. They said that they had a hard time uh, bringing me through it, and there was going to be some stuff that uh, wiped the old noggin. So I don't uh, I don't remember everything that uh, that I did before. It's kind of kind of a haze, kind of a haze. Okay, so she might not even be your sister. Well, I mean, um, it, I I think they are. So you should nice. take a DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> If if we come across one, I will. Okay then. Um, was it dangerous there? It it can be very dangerous. Yeah, there's uh, there's very large guns and uh, defensive measures that are all on the outside of uh, of the islands. It keeps everything out that's not supposed to be getting in. But that's that's why I'm here, and because I think I know how to circumvent that and get us into the city. Okay. Um, so how long do you estimate it will take us to get there? We should be there right around nightfall. Okay. Well, I'm tired. I'm going to take a little snooze. Uh, should someone be on watch? You want to take turns? Yeah, how about we'll do that. How about like every two hours? Maybe okay. more like four. Two. Hopefully the caffeine will still stay on us. Mm-hmm. I'll do the first shift. Who's going to go next? I will. Okay. And how about then Mimi and then Ian? Sure. 
Alright, uh, Galaxy, roll me a perception check. So everyone lays down on the deck, closes their eyes, trying to get some rest as you're, as you're heading towards Atlantis, and you take another cup of espresso for Mr. Bok Bok and try and stay awake and stay alert. Natural 20! Natural 20, alright. No problems, no issues, everything is honky-dory, it's very peaceful, it's very nice. After being in Kyle Land for... For as long as you were being out How on the open sea, it was honestly it was only for a couple of days, <laughs> but it was it was stifling. It was it was traumatic while you were there, so it just feels very good after being underground and in those caves for a couple of days. Being out in the open sea feels very very good. Galaxy, you go to wake Deb up. How would, how would Deb sleep during all this? Would she have been out right away, or would she have? Trouble oh, sleeping. I'm snoring and drooling <laughs> and Deb, there's a sandwich on the loose. <gasps> Where? Where? It's your shift. Dang it. You don't think you don't think Deb would get seasick or anything like that? No, she'd probably barf her food up and then eat it again. Ew, oh, I'm not gross. a freaking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Deb, not a dog. <laughs> yeah, she's not Isley. Yeah, well, gross. Isley <laughs> wouldn't do that. Yeah, she's too proper she's for this. She's too much thing. of a lady. She's a lady dog. Um, yeah, no, you just have to, how about Mr. Bok Bok doesn't just serve coffee, hot steaming sandwiches. Nope. How about, what? Then I don't want to get up. You're Um, getting up. Oh, that's right. I have my never ending sandwich in my lunchbox that I found on the ship. Oh, wow. What? Exactly. That can't happen. No. Come on, people. <laughs> you said this is a game where anything can happen. It, it is, but it's. I'm, I'm also the arbiter of the rules, so it's like if if I say it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Because I'm picturing this lunchbox with you know how I was like this singing, dancing celebrity, and it's just a picture from when I was in my heyday. Wait now the wait now the magic lunchbox is a magic lunchbox of fat Deb on it. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally <laughs> eating the sandwich that she keeps her picture. sandwich in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, and then you have long, luscious hair. No, I don't. Okay. You're you have a mustache. <laughs> you have a mustache. If 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 Fat Deb had like the entertainer background, I, I might do. go along with that. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> no, wow. you got to build up your fan now base. Now points. Well, then let me put on more shows. I'm I'm waiting. Okay, when we get to this wherever we're going, you said Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah, there's a show happening. You're now. gonna draw too much attention. I'll distract like usual. You're going to get killed like usual. I killed a beholder. Yeah. With our help. Yeah, but I killed it. With our help. I know we're a team. But as your father said, there is no team without Deb. There is no team team without Deb. (laughs) (laughs) Can't spell team without Deb. Yeah. That's what he said. (laughs) Why? Okay, let's just keep going. All right, so so Fat Deb gets woken up. Galaxy, you try and get get some sleep. Uh, Deb, roll a uh, perception check for me as you try and keep your eyes off of your never-ending sandwich and suppress your hunger urges. Can I eat it and do this? Yes, you could. No, in fact, because you did that, I'll give you advantage with it. Oh, I think I fall back asleep. <laughs> what did you roll for your perception? An eight. An eight? I mean, ro- I rolled a three, but then I have plus five, so. Okay. Let you did ro- I tell you that Boom was going to stay up the whole time, but he well, Boom doesn't need to sleep. Yeah, he would be staying up. Yep. So, I, all right, well, you don't notice anything either. 
on your shift. I didn't just fail because I got an eight. No, it's just yeah, it's very peaceful. Oh. Hearing the waves oh. hit up against the side you of the boat. You might have dozed off for a few seconds. I just ate a sandwich the entire time, didn't I? You did for two hours straight. You ate a sandwich. Uh, my magic lunch box. <laughs> <laughs> no. Your magic fat dip lunch box. Yes. You go. You sing it in a microphone. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, you think it's been about two hours, and so uh, yeah, you uh, think it's time for a meme and you take over. Yep. Mimi, wake up. I roll out of bed with some messy bed head. Okay. Oh, it sounds like you. Oh. <laughs> okay, and... Roll a perception check for me. That was about to be a natural 20, but then I rolled down and decided, you know what? I'll be a 12 today. Okay. All right, yeah. You, you don't notice anything. No, you don't notice... I'm freaking coffee. You don't notice anything on your, your shift either. Now, who's going to be going after you? Is it Mr. Bok Ian. Oh, Ian was going to go next. Why okay. would Mr. Bok Bok He needs to sleep. His bedtime is 8 o'clock. Sam, you have Ian's character sheet. Does he have... Uh, I don't have it. I don't think under so. his skills for perception, what uh, what is the number that's listed there? Oh, wait. Six plus. Six? Okay. It's about this time that it is starting to get dark. The sun is starting to set over the horizon. And the... I thought it was morning. Yeah, I thought it was nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was daytime. Oh. Wait, what? I said we it was were daytime. Sleeping? No, it was daytime. Yes. It oh. was daytime when you got into the boat. Then I totally pulled out a sleep mask out of my lunchbox. Because <laughs> there's no way you can sleep in this. Does the sleep too. mask say Fat Deb on it, too? It just is it my eyes. No, just, how, it's just Deborah. Or, or is it like picture. FD in gold in sequence? Ooh, that's pretty. It says Deborah, and on there's it. sandwiches in the background <laughs> with little instruments going. The little strap riding the sandwiches. <laughs> Mr. Fredrickson's just on top of this flying. The little sandwich. strap is a sandwich with like a bun and then some lettuce. The little it's, you know, no, just a big strap. piece of like bacon salami. Oh, bacon! Yeah, bacon. <laughs> Thick cut. Wow. That smells so good too. So I just so I just want to remind you that. You left behind Azaki. Yep. And and Ubo. They're and, fine. And all like the chaos that was happening back in yep. back in Kyle Land. Okay. Cool. I feel kind of bad, but I don't know. Just I just I just want I just want to call that well, out. Well, we don't care about Azaki and Ubo. I feel like if we try to give him help, we'd be interfering too much. No, I just 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 pointing that out because it's not going to have any consequences for you right now. But long term, there could be consequences. What, you want us to go back and get them right now? No, no, no. I'm just, just calling that out so that like when the stuff happens later on, just like I have it documented that I'm not just pulling this stuff out of my butt. Wait, you aren't? Well, all of this I'm pulling out of my butt. I'm making this up as I go along. Wait, for real? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, let's just get this cleared up now then. Who's the one who decided to leave all them Sam. behind? Sam. So now I we can point the finger. No, I suggested no. finding them. You guys were like, N- I don't she care. She kidnapped no, us. It was a group effort, no, just no, like no, killing no, no. the beholder. No, no, no. Mia, M- Mimi kidnapped us. <laughs> I killed the beholder. <laughs> no, then you one of you, and I know it wasn't Mimi, that made the decision to leave Azaki I, behind. No, I was, like, I was like, we should go find him. You guys were like, I don't care. I don't, I don't even know what you were talking about. So I think it's well, totally. T- you keep cool. saying that you're the leader, so you did make the decision. Then. Um, I made the final decision from votes. <laughs> I did not even vote. I just. Said I think I was I just trying to agree with um, whatever. 
I love all the finger pointing. You know it's what? It's fine. It's fine. Let's it's just his <laughs> fault. Well, you brought this up, dude. I know. Yeah, I know. This is all on you. Can you right. open this can of so, so Ian starts calling out to, to everybody. He's like, hey, everyone, get on your feet. Oh, fine. <gasps> and uh, the sun is just barely hanging over the horizon. So it's been about, uh, you know, seven, eight hours or so um, since you started sailing. And uh, Are we you here? can tell that... You're not quite there yet. You got maybe another hour or so before you're close enough to to, to get to Atlantis. Um, but there is something that he points up into the sky at. I swear, it's a Zaki. <laughs> it's a flying Zaki. <laughs> <laughs> you guys left me. Wait, who are you? Well, guys, it's all play dumb if we ever see a Zaki again. Like we got, uh, we got like a race. We got kidnapped. You got kidnapped. That's why you left him behind. Yeah, and you were forced to leave him behind. Yeah, and we got a memory swipe, so we don't remember him. It's already coming up with a with an alibi, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, she feels guilty. It was her <laughs> fault as the leader. <laughs> well, you are gonna, so you are so Mimi is the leader now. Only. Oh yeah, time. I am. <laughs> only that time I kill the beholder. Oh yeah, only. That um, time. I'm the leader. If I'm the leader, I kill the beholder. All right. Uh, so you all look up, and, and it's a dragon turtle. <laughs> Oh, no. Not a dragon turtle. No, That's the dumbest creature. Each of you make a perception check for me. Ah, Ooh, it's a rhino frog. <laughs> a rhino frog. A donkey bee. What am I doing? Perception check. An avalado. 19. 18. 19. Do I have to roll for Ian? No, no. I did, it's a doggerito. 14. 14? All right. 14? 14. <laughs> I love how you use the dice tray just to hold your dice. You <laughs> Both of them do. They pick the dice out of the dice tray and then roll it on the table. And then drop it twice. What? <laughs> this, oh. My dice tray. You girls are just... Interesting. You're unique. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we hey. like unique. Yes. And interesting. Uh, looking up, you see that there are four... Flying creatures. Oh no! That uh, it looks like that they're they're trailing the ship a little bit. Um, Fat Deb, what'd you get for your perception check? Eighteen. Eighteen was that the highest one? No, I got nineteen. <gasps> you got nineteen. Okay. Uh, Upo is a dragon turtle. Uh, no. <laughs> um, Mimi and Fat Deb, you can tell that it looks like it is a pack of flying griffins. That is flying high above and seems to be trailing the ship in, in all of you. And in case you don't know what a griffin is, do you know what a griffin is? We know what a griffin is. Okay. Part of the double check. So these are these are big animals. They're they're large creatures. They're um, we know what a griffin is. You can they're but they're big enough to carry a person. Is is my point with, with bringing that up? So it's like and they're kind of like little specks, but you can see enough details in them in the waning light of the sunset high above you um, that you can tell, yeah, very clearly it's four griffins that are trailing the ship. Do we have any, like, binoculars or something? Ian has binoculars. Could I borrow those? Okay, so, you, yep, you look through the binoculars. What is it that you're looking for? Who it is, what they are. It's four griffins, just as it described. Is anyone on the griffins? That's... Nope, there is no one on the griffins. Um, do they have, like, any saddles or, like, any... Mm-mm. Do they look mean? They look a little mean. Mm. 
Should I turn into a griffin and see what's up? Cause na- you've now seen a griffin. Roll, roll a nature check for me. There's my rules. Sixteen. Sixteen. You know, griffins normally don't fly this far out to sea unless they're really desperate. Unless they're really, really hungry. Wait, now are they flying away from Atlantis? Or are they are they coming towards us from Atlantis? Or are they going towards Atlantis? Um, you, you can't tell. It seems to be like they're they're trailing the ship, and once they fly past a little bit, they kind of they circle back around and come back to the ship. So it seems like the ship is their focal point at oh, the so moment. So they were coming from behind us, though, not from Atlantis. It's it's hard to say. Um, How could you not tell if they're coming from the big? Because you got woke up, and you when you woke up and you just looked up, that's when you saw the Griffins. Oh, they okay. Ian, which they way did the Griffins come from? As well, yeah, it's it, they came from behind us. Um, they look hungry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, do we have any meat we can throw to have to distract them? We do have something. Don't um. even <laughs> think about me. We're not throwing Mr. Bok Bok. Or Fat Dip. Or her sandwich. Or my sandwich. How let's about let's throw a doorknob at them? No, that's going to make them angrier. Well, they, they are way up in the air, so you would not be able to throw anything that far. Uh. Ian is, Ian is eyeballing them, and he says, if, if they've come out this far, my guess is that they, they will attack. But we might be able to get to Atlantis before they, before they build up the nerve to do that. Okay, let's set forward full speed ahead. All right. So let's do, um, I want to do another skill check. Like we did before, because uh, Ian starts uh, barking out orders to try and get the ship moving faster, or as fast as he can. So, just like before, I want you to pick a different skill. Survival. <laughs> a different skill. Survival. What did you do last time? Nature. Nature? Okay. So, let's do a, a different skill to help out Ian and Mimi's ship sail faster to Atlantis. Uh, Survival? Okay, so you can start. So, what are you, you going to do? I'm going to start pulling the sta- sails, um, ropes, boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. All right, roll your survival check for the sails, rope, and boat. <laughs> wow. I don't know boat turns. It's fine. It's fine. I don't either. The rear? Sure. <laughs> Does it look like a butt? Yes, the rear does look like a butt. Yeah! No, it doesn't. It's my yes. boat, and it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Aww. Okay, survival, huh? 21. 21? All right. So, yeah, you uh, you do the boat thing, and the rope thing, and the sail thing, and yeah, it's... yeah, it's And the rear thing. The, the sail gets turned at an angle just a little bit more prominent to catch oh, more Mr. wind. Mr. Bok Bok, he's going to do some ninja move. So athletics, he's just gonna start doing what, what, and to to do what is that? Is he gonna just try and be like intimidating to keep the Griffins away? Is that what he's doing? Sure. Okay. Who's gonna be intimidated by a chicken going? Bah, bah. Well, he's doing ninja moves. It's a ninja. It's a chicken it's doing ninja moves. Yep. What are you <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who's gonna be scared of that? I would kind of be a little scared. <laughs> well, it it, you know, it leaves them with shock, like. Uh, if a chicken could do that, what can they do? He's like, dude, that chicken's a ninja. 
back away, back away. <laughs> but then one of them would be like, dude, it's a chicken. It's a chicken. It's a freaking chicken. He's the distraction. And they'd be like, oh, it's a chicken. Then we come and be like, Woo! it's Mr. Bok Bok. Uh, all right, so is this... He's doing Kung Fu in a ninja costume. Right. I sewed for him. Okay, so athletics. He's going to do athletics. When do you have the time to sew a ninja costume? I'm really fast sewer. <laughs> Oh, athletics. Okay. Twelve for him. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna be your first failure. What? Yep. (laughs) So he is not intimidating at all because he's a chicken. He's just going knew it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the the griffins seem to be uh, come down a little closer to the ship now after seeing this chicken putting himself out on display there. Galaxy, what are you gonna do for your for your Uh check? I put Mr. Bok Bok on my bag because he might look like food. So, what's Arcana do? It's it's uh, your your knowledge of all things magical. And they're magical, right? The um, yeah, I, sure, why not? Yeah, because griffins are magical creatures. So yeah, what, so what, what is it that you're trying to you're um, thinking of doing with I their Arcana? I want to find out any weaknesses they have. Like if we could find like if. Like sunlight, like no, well, if like bright okay. lights or something. Yeah, so let's see if there's, yeah, do they have any weaknesses? Could you prepare better for them if they do attack, that type of thing? Okay, yeah, roll, roll your arcana check for me. Okay, um, 24. 24, all right. So, uh, you, they, they are not, they don't have any weaknesses that, that you're aware of, but regular old mundane weapons will hurt them. And in fact, even four griffins pose relatively little threat to your adventuring group. Like, one of you is probably powerful enough, because you are all very powerful adventurers um, with access to lots of weapons and lots of magic to to fight back against them. So these four griffins really don't pose much of a threat. So I think the biggest concern here right now is to just just avoiding a fight that you don't need. need. Mm -hmm. So, but if they were to attack, you would have no problem defending yourself. Okay. So, but I'll, yeah, I'll consider that a, a success. Deb, what skill do you want to try out for this? Well, what would animal handling really do? Uh, for animal handling? I don't know. You could, uh, maybe you could make the argument that you do something to scare them off. Because they did come a little bit closer after seeing Mr. Bok Bok down there. Um, He's in my backpack now. Safe. Right. Or maybe somehow, yeah, it's like you do something to scare them off, make them think that there's no food here that's worth it. Um, that's, that's, that's the one thought that comes to mind for me. The other one I was thinking was medicine in case we got hurt by them or no. Like you just get um, like medical supplies ready in case they do attack and need yeah. to heal somebody? I think I'll do the animal handling. Okay. You said you wanted... Wanted to do a performance. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to do performance? You want to do a fat dub show? Well, but see, that's only plus one. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I'll let you do animal handling, but we'll call it a fat dub performance of you trying to. Welcome! Oh, it's fat dub! Fat dub time! My theme music starts. I get ready. I get in my leotard. Oh, God. <laughs> you have a leotard? I have a Your leotard. Ribbon. Ribbon. Yes, I totally have the ribbons. Ooh. My 
leotards real tight fitting too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes up your butt a little, a little bit. <laughs> not kind of, not a little. Oh wow! Oh dear. Oh, no, we all. When I put on a performance, I want everyone to see me real good. No, we're all just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like and, and that's the hope them. that's what the griffins will do that's the hope that they're just gonna be so nauseated by it they fly the other way i bet you could be a sumo wrestler dude i already am <laughs> what? i got lots of skills both skills <laughs> computer hacking <Ribbons>. skills <laughs> both staff skills yeah sandwich eating skills nunchuck skills beholder killing skills all big time dudes all right, what am I doing? Animal handling. Animal handling. Yeah. Listening to Mimi. Oh wait, oh, you don't have I that skill. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. So you. My performance was spot on. They liked my. No, did the leotards scare them then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you scared yes. them all. Yes. So that should kind of be offensive too. Yeah, so it worked. Yeah, so you're like, yeah, you don't want any of this. You I know. did a shimmy at the end. Yeah. Yeah, so the uh, uh, so the griffins, uh, you can see them pull back up a little bit. So they start going a little bit higher. And you then can see their, them going, no! And everybody on the boat <laughs> yeah. goes, fat, dab, fat, dab. No, no. Yeah, you, t- you led that. You're the leader, remember? I'm not doing that. You're the leader you of the like, fat, dab, I love no, you, fat, no, dab. No, no. I love you, number one in your fandom. No, I'm leading them to not. So Fat Dab's over there, like trying to do impersonations of everyone else on the ship, cheering for Fat Dab. As you see, the Griffins. It's all a fantasy in my own mind. <laughs> I think the world loves me so much, but it's me just reenacting everybody. Yeah, okay, I got you. <laughs> so you see, you see the Griffins start to gain a little bit more height. They get a little bit more, a little smaller in the air, and then they they keep flying they they pull away from the ship and they start moving towards atlantis i saved the day again no, no, you're you're shaking the butt in your leotard i sure am so the griffins fly away Yay. after the fat dub performance scared them off the fat dub show they're like that's we, we don't want to bite off more than we can chew so they keep on moving and that's when that's when ian says i wonder how close they're gonna get there we might be getting a light show here in a second. I thought you were just going to say a full moon because there you go. Fat Deb wanted to moon everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My thought, show wasn't I, over. I thought Fat Deb was taking off really. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to change again. I got stuck and totally fell. <laughs> oh, God. Butt facing out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the full moon. The end. So, so Fat Deb starts putting her regular clothes back on over her leotard. And that is when, off in the distance, the the Griffins it looks like has have almost gotten to Atlantis, and that's where you can see Atlantis, huge on the horizon now, very tall, hundreds of feet up in the air, silver and concrete walls that go up at an angle and shine brightly in the the last rays of the, of the setting sun. And you can see the water waves hitting up against these walls and some rocks that are on the shore, but it looks like. This entire island, it looks like it is just surrounded by this massive, huge concrete and metal wall. Atlantis. I thought Atlantis was being like pillars, greenery. But. Yeah, it's not. It's, this is definitely not Atlantis like from ancient mythology. This is a very futuristic 
modern looking structure that's on this island. And that is when you see about 20 to 30 super flash pulsing blue lights. Kind of like little little mini, like uh, almost like firecrackers off in the distance. These are coming from from the middle of the walls around Atlantis. And you see streaks of blue light shoot across the sky from the walls towards the griffins. They're quite a ways away from you now. And you see them almost like a puff of feathers and they start to fall out of the air. And that's when the sound catches up to the flashes of light. That's where you hear just like boom, 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 boom. Like really just extremely loud, heavy gunfire coming from coming from the walls. So it's basically an incinerator. Is it going to shoot whatever the boat's name is? It's a... Ian says, we should be all right. It, uh, from what I understand, the defensive systems are only, uh, it only targets stuff that flies towards the island. We should be all right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us into, into a dock okay. um, that's on, uh, on this side of the um, island. Uh, Ian, maybe you want to disguise yourself so people don't um, remember... Because you left here and they probably aren't too happy that you're back. Well, I bet you look different, right? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is that yeah, we're, we're going to have to kind of like sneak in. Mm. So, but uh, I, I know a way. There's a there's a maintenance hatch near one of uh, one of the smaller docks on on this side. So he yeah, so he steers the boat in. And as you get closer, the walls loom over you again, hundreds of feet up in the air. Um, you estimate probably three or four hundred feet is is how high up the the, the walls go, and Again, go completely around this island so you get up close enough where you can start hearing the waves um, splashing against the rocks of the shores of Atlantis. And you look to the left, it's wall. You look to the right, it's wall. And it looks like they built this around the entire island across wow. every single shoreline of, the, of this island. Up ahead, you can see that the water goes into this kind of inlet area that uh, goes into an impression inside the wall itself, and it looks like that there's massive metal doors. And they look, now that you're closer to Atlantis, you can see like rust and holes and parts of the sections, and there's cracks here and there. So it looks like that these have been here for a very, very long time as well. But it looks like they're they're still in functioning order, but they're not like brand new. Like from far away, you could catch catch the glint of the sunlight off of the metal. But now that you're up close, it looks like that the the this wall, these doors, like everything here, has been here for a very very long time. It's functioning, but it is old. And right off to the right of the, these huge massive metal doors that are uh, that are go into the water and you suspect that this is where they would allow ships to come in and outside of the city there is a small uh maintenance door off to the right and it looks like that you're gonna have to disembark the ship and go up on the on the rocky shore to get to it okay so ian looks at you says mimi uh uh how do we uh you know fold the ship back up okay you ready guys well, uh, let's maybe okay, just just a little bit. Just wait, hold that thought, and steers the ship in, and it gets a little bit closer up. And now you can start to hear it, like uh, the front of the ship starts to grind on sand and rocks as it's as it makes land shore. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Mister Bachbach is in my backpack. 
You okay, Mr. Bob Bob? I'm ready, Mimi. Do you have a life jacket? Okay, ready. Oh, wait. <laughs> How many sets of clothes does Mr. Bob Bob have? <laughs> Cowboy suit, a ninja suit, a, an apron for a the barista, barista um, and now a life jacket. I didn't say that. Okay. He's a sailor's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Was he really the captain of the ship? No. Okay, Mr. Backpack. And you have to jump off the, the boat quick because it immediately starts folding back in I catch on itself. The box. Uh, roll, roll an athletics check for me. Let's, I catched it. Let's see if you can catch it. But I catched it. And you didn't catch it. 16? 16. Yep, that's good enough. I so, it. yeah, so you catch it just as it folds up and you grab it before it hits the surface of the water. Puts it in my backpack. Okay. Yeah, Ian looks around at the place almost a little wistfully. It's like it's been it's been a while. Like cuz like you said before it's been like 5 years since he was last here. And he left fully expecting never to come back. Um and, and again the only reason he, he left is because he was really really sick. So yes, he uh, yeah, he leads you up to the the maintenance door that's next to the big metal doors that are there. And there is a uh, there's there's a pin pad that's next to it, and one of you, need, I need to roll a history I'll, check. I'll roll one. I'm better at history. I'm not. I have a plus eight. Go. I'm gonna roll, but just, it's not gonna come. Okay. Yeah. You really wanted me again. I had an unnatural twenty. Okay. I got a natural one. You got a, of course, that's the, that's the way it I goes. I got a nine. Okay, so I mean, there's yeah, so there's nothing that catches your eye about anything with this. But Ian walks up and he fiddles with what it looks like is a is a touchpad that's on the right hand side of the door, and he taps on it a couple of times. He's like, "That's odd," and uh, he reaches over to the door. And he gives it a slight push with it, with his hand, and it just opens in. I think uh, it's named Christopher, right? Christopherson. Christopherson. I think Christopherson has been here. I think he's waiting for us. Who the heck is Christopherson? The and whole guy in the first place. Yeah, Christopherson. He's 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 kind of like the big bad. He's the villain. He's oh. he's the one that has been messing with the the musketeers and doing bad stuff all over the world and he was the one that brought uh, the dragon back. That brought the dragon back. Um they weren't there for. Yeah. No. He, and he's the one that captured uh the souls of um Betha and Blondie. <laughs> Ian gently pushes on the door and it swings, squealing a little bit on the on the rusty hinges. He's like, well, that's uh that's not supposed to happen. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Check out other shows such as GM Showcase, Story Arc, We're So Bad at Adventuring, and more.